Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening, welcome to Pastors of Pain. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in beautiful Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, for the last, Father Kerry's not here today, and I know many of you will now turn the show off because he's the reason that you listen. Um, but we, we're actually going to do, the, over the next couple weeks, kind of a series of, uh, of interviews of uh, famous and, and interesting people in the life of the Catholic Church here in Payne County, Oklahoma. Um, so we've had, uh, it's Lent. We're off and running. I hope everything's going well in your, in your Lent. Um, Ash Wednesday was massive, both at St. Francis Xavier and at St. John's, just big crowds. And I was kind of talking to uh, lots of friends all over the country, all over Oklahoma, and everyone was like, yeah. There was a lot of people. Anyway, it was good. So Lent's off to a off to a rock and start. Okay, so in the world of St. Francis Xavier, you know, the world is always changing and you can never always quite keep up, but this podcast has you covered because we have a new youth minister at St. Francis Xavier, and she is here with us. And this is the most exciting thing. At least that's happened to me this Lent. <laughs> Maybe in my life. Anyway, Kira Ziola. Hello, everyone. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to your your d- debut. Have you been you've been on the show before? I've never been on the show. Oh well, goodness. Have you ever been on a podcast? Never been on a podcast. My goodness, this is a first. This is amazing. It is. Okay, so Kira uh, just came. So it's kind of a Kira is a grad student. I'm going to have her tell you her entire life story, but. So right now it's kind of uh, is sort of the the part part time, uh, and then we'll kick it up uh, into the full time realm um, starting this summer. Uh, but anyway, uh, Kira, how did this all come about? What how did this uh, give everyone like how did you come to us? Okay, so give us the give us I, the scoop. I came to OSU my freshman year in fall of 2018. And this beautiful new church was built, and I spent half my time at St. John's, half my time at St. Francis just for prayer time, um, just because I love the beautiful church I had to come over. Um, and then in, let's see, the fall of my sophomore year, when I had my um, reconversion, if you will, I spent... We're going to talk about that. What, yeah, does that yeah. what does that mean? I okay, spent, hold that, hold um, that thought, yeah. Hours in the very front left pew in St. Francis about front left that's a good spot yeah like 10 a.m probably almost every morning um for a few semesters until covid um sent me home back to tulsa but um i've spent a lot of time in that front left pew it's been a very um special role in my faith life and my prayer life um thus this church has been very important um ever since which has been about like three to four years from then and then i um discovered this youth minister position from all over social media and from Father Brian himself um, and from friends who have were saying, hey, you should check this out, see, um, pray about it, see if you want to apply, um, so that kind of thing. That's where I found myself here. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it. We're pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. Yeah. It. Uh, we are, in like, just youth ministry here, has we've had a lot of success. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of kids and a lot of a lot of good things going on. And I think the the hard part is kind of, and this is true. I think of any ministry of like, whatever good you're doing, like there's more good to be done. 
and I'm kind of, and I can, I get, I can get like, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't sort of like rest on success very well, and partially because I don't necessarily have a lot of success all the time. But, you know, like, so some people could say like, wow, look at all these kids. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, but what about all these kids that are not here, you know, or that we don't know or that don't come to church ever, or don't know the Lord. So anyway, that's what we're going to be working on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Kira uh, has uh, Nebraska roots. I do. Tell us about your Nebraska roots. Go Cornhuskers. Um, okay, so I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, both my parents went to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. That's where they met. Um, all my family still lives there, so grandparents, cousins from both sides, you name it. We moved to um, Tulsa, Oklahoma because of my dad's job um, in the middle of my first grade year. So, um, But we went back to Nebraska many, many times a year to see all the family and um, my sister went back to college at Creighton University there, um, so we would go visit her. And uh, so there's my roots as a Cornhusker. Um, you root, you root for Nebraska. Well, here's the thing: I, I'm loyal and true to my alma mater. Go Pokes. Um, go Pokes. But if they are not playing Nebraska, I'll still root for them. Okay, they that's have a special fair. place in my yeah, heart. That's fair. Yeah. 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 They aren't very good right now at a lot of sports. Yeah, that's so it's a little right. bit hard, but that's, it's I okay. get you. I get you. You're yeah. loyal. That's where the loyal. That's where the loyal part comes. Yeah. In. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you moved to Oklahoma, and then you grew up in. Uh, tell us about like edu- education wise. This is where Kira, Kira and I's uh, our paths crossed in the world of Catholic education. They have. I um, we lived in a suburb of Broken Arrow, and so I went to All Saints Catholic School. Um, for elementary school. What is the mascot of All Saints? Cougars. Oh, oh yeah. It's not the Saints? <laughs> it is. I know. You would think. All Saints you Saints? Would think. All Saints Cougars. The Cougars? Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. We're learning new things. Okay. I know. Um, so you went to All Saints? I did. First and grade through eighth, eighth grade. grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Graduated with about 32-ish. Um, and then I went to none other than Bishop Kelly High School. What? Go Comets. Yeah. That's where I... I passed across with Father O'Brien when I was in middle school because my older sister um, went to Bishop Kelly already, but I really met him when I went to high school there and um, graduated in 2018. I'm with my last name, Ziola. I'm last as you could believe. So <laughs> I was, I think, like 217 or something like that. I was the very last one. They almost shot off the confetti and I hadn't even oh, made it to my chair yet. Oh, that, was, it was that would back. not have been cool. I know. Wow. Yes, yeah, so that's Catholic education um, my whole life until college. Wow. How did you come to go to OSU? It's funny. I am, especially in high school, was a very undecisive person. So I was debating between Creighton and Omaha to go back to Nebraska where the family was um, or Oklahoma State, which is big school. I have um, a huge love for sports. So um, it seemed catered to my personality. Anyways, I couldn't decide, so... Um, my mom told me, well, you're going to go visit both again one more time. Um, cause this was like March, like we're getting late. I got to decide. Um, and when I stepped on campus here, it was just one of those at the time I described it as a gut feeling. Um, but now I know it's kind of disposition of heart of where the Lord wants me to be. But mm. at the time I was like, it just feels right. And I just know I need to go to OSU. And so I did. And that's all I went off of. And, um, it is, I'm sure I would have loved but OSU has been 
massively the correct choice for me. Nice. I think. Yeah, I think part of life is like you. I mean, you. My parents always say like bloom where you're planted. You know, mm -hmm. like you would. I think you would have been mm -hmm. fine wherever you go. But there's certain places that are just like a a, a, a fit. Sure. That's awesome. Okay, so then uh, you. What is your what is what is your major? What are you studying? Okay, so when I. This is another it's funny story. awesome prep for youth <laughs> ministry. Here we go. Yeah. Well, when I applied to OSU at the time, I was just clueless. Um, and I put biology as my major just because I was like, oh, yeah, I like biology. Then I show up for orientation and they put me with all the biology people. And I was like, whoa, I don't I don't think that's what I wanted to study. And with all like, these nerds. Well, that's what you applied for. And I was like, really? Um, so <laughs> the you first forgot. semester, that's I actually so switched to nutrition science, walked my papers across the street. And then I decided, no, I actually more interested in the sports exercise size. So I, uh, my degree was applied exercise science, um, pre-professional track. I was at the time planning to go into physical therapy, um, but have yeah. decided not to do there that. There we go. <laughs> and then now you're a grad student. I am. It's in, my master's is in health and human performance, um, but it's a lot of like exercise physiology. Um, my research is with the men's and women's golf teams and sports performance. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Uh, is there a connection? I'm just uh, th I'm th I'm putting you on the spot here. Is there a connection between all of that and youth ministry? You know, not quite. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but people. But it's people. People. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I when I did um I lived in Colorado with my sister for half a summer with a physical therapy internship, and when I left, I told her I just love the people. Like the Tuesday Thursday people come in. I love to chat with them and. She and I talked, and she's like, well, you know you can be with people on, like, every other, not every other, but a lot of other jobs, like, and I knew it wasn't the physical therapy. It was the people that yeah. I loved. Yeah. Yeah. And that's ultimately, I mean, what a parish is and what youth ministry is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's relationship building and trying to get young people to, I mean, have a relationship with you, but then ultimately a relationship with the Lord to absolutely save their souls. Oh, yeah. No pressure. That's the goal. Uh, okay, so you you mentioned the word reconversion. Mm -hmm. Talk me through that. What is that? Okay. What's a conversion, and then what's a reconversion, mm -hmm. and then are you gonna have another one, or is it? Oh, is every it, day. Are I you hope. done? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, which correct me if I'm wrong, a conversion. I think of more, um, for example, like shout out to my mom. She was raised Methodist um, and converted to. The Catholic faith, um, I think a few years after my sister was born. Um, so she um, had a conversion to the Catholic faith. So your dad grew up Catholic? My dad grew up Catholic, yes. Um, and um, so I grew up cradle Catholic. I've been going to Catholic Mass my whole life, Catholic school, learning about it. Um, and then what I call my reconversion was my sophomore year when I had all this knowledge about um God and about my faith, but I had just not made it to my heart yet. Um, the relationship was not really there. Um, I had kind of found a little bit of foundation and knowledge for it, but I hadn't really allowed the Lord to change my life and have relationship with me. So um, my reconversion, if you will, was um, in yeah, the fall of my sophomore year when I just finally knew um, there were a culmination of a lot of things and realizations um and it came to a point where um one night I just knew I needed to rebuild a foundation with relationship with God and making all the knowledge 
to the heart um, and allow him to actually change my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think, I, especially like in, like in Catholic education, and then we do this a lot in, even in the parish of like we teach people, kids, teenagers, adults, like about about God, about the scriptures, about the person of Jesus. Um, but knowing, and I've said this all the time, you know, knowing about someone is not the same as knowing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there does, there comes a point where, and we want this in the in the life of the parish and, and in the life of our youth ministry, we want teenagers to make a choice, mm-hmm. to make a definitive choice, to make the Lord the center of their life. And, you know, and, and so how do we do that? And, and every kid's a little different and every family's a little different and um, there's there's a, there's a lot of work to be done, but that it's cool that you've been able to. I mean, you can kind of pinpoint the 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 moment, the day that that happened. Yeah, it's awesome. Because right it's a fun fact. I went on a pilgrimage to um, Rome in the Vatican with a Jesuit priest January of that year, um, and then which is known the Vatican kind of known as the womb of the church. And then nine months later, I had my reconversion. What? So, um, pretty cool i didn't realize that till later um but it's it's a really special that's wild week. yeah yeah wow we should take some teenagers and we go, should go i would to, love to go to rome oh yeah all right we'll work on that we, we got other we got other <laughs> fish to fry to true to as, as we get going okay so then you love sports i do what yeah. tell us about that um, where did that come from how do you see that well maybe two part just kind yeah. of personally and then how does that work into uh youth ministry yeah. Um, okay. So sports is, I would say thanks to my dad. Shout out, dad. Um, he listens to the podcast, but um, I have an older sister. And so I joke, it's a joke, but I say I'm the son my dad never had sometimes. And i the sense of, he always grew up, we were the ones going to sports and um, watching sports. And um, I loved going to anything live sports. I was a super energetic child I did not sit still um like at all you so still don't sit still not quite I mean, see I'm moving right now better, um but yeah, better but yeah better sorry than to my to. past teachers when I didn't <laughs> stop talking and wasn't sitting still but um so sports is what my parents put me in to just get me moving and energized so I played pretty much everything you could think of growing up I played soccer basketball um volleyball i got into lacrosse in high school yeah you're in on the ground you were on the ground floor of the uh, bishop kelly lacrosse team i was um so i just fell in love with sports is um well i love being outside and almost all of them were outside um and just moving i've just always loved sports i and it's always been on espn's on almost every night so i've become to learn about every other sport do your roommates like sports (laughs) funny not Not as much um yeah, this is what happens in this uh, house. Yeah. I have to ask them in advance, you know, like, hey, the OSU football game's on. Like, we're going to watch. And um, can I please have the TV tonight? And then I try to convince <laughs> them to watch with me. But most of the times they end up doing something else or on their computer. The last or, 10 um, minutes. Yeah. yeah. They ask me some questions every once in a while. It takes me a little bit to drag <laughs> them to come in person. So that's why I go with some other people. How, many, uh, how many state championships do you have? Well, I only have one in lacrosse. Um, volleyball, one at Bishop Kelly. I think two of the years I was there, but never, I never got a ring. Oh, I was you were like a not JV? On, yeah, I think one of them was my freshman or sophomore year, oh. so I was on JV. And I think also the other year they won, I was on JV. Got it. 
they have a lot of teams, so it can get complicated. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. going on there. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, so sort of sports and youth ministry. What's the? Mm -hmm. Let's see. I relationship with your teammates. The just the teammate community camaraderie is really important. Um, I also just naturally, I don't. It's a gift from God. Um, but naturally able to like lead. So, um, I was captain of a few of my sports teams, and just to like lead like we would have small groups for example in volleyball with like freshmen sophomore girls and just to like lead people younger than me it pushed me at a young age to learn how to do that and how to um love people well um so basically the community team aspect and relationship pours into youth ministry and um everyone's on one goal and everyone's a little bit different and everyone does everything in their own way but there's one goal um, yeah, and each per you know, yeah, each person brings a little diff something different mm -hmm. to the team. You can't just have a football team of offensive linemen. Yeah, you know, that's not gonna yeah. that's not gonna work. Uh, or or kickers. Exactly. If you just had you know sixty five kickers, mm -hmm. your team would stink. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so we need a little. You need a little bit mm -hmm. of everything. Yeah, and also awesome. in a small way. Just th thought of this. It taught me how to like lead a group in prayer, honestly, because I would, um, especially seniors, we would take turns leading the entire like 50 person team in prayer. And as like a 16, 17 year old, it was kind of nerve wracking, but it kind of taught me how to yeah. lead prayer, yeah. like for the team before practice, before a game, that kind of thing. And then, yeah, that, that you build on that mm -hmm. as you. Absolutely. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. You mentioned uh, in your, you did a little uh, earlier this week, you did a little video kind of mm -hmm. introducing yourself, and you talked about uh, St. John Paul II. I did. Tell us, how'd you meet him? He's the man. Um, you know, I've heard so much about him for years, and this is funny, but there used to be um, at our old house in Broken Arrow, on the piano was a book of St. John Paul II and his kids' stuff. And if I'm being honest, I have no idea what was in it, but I remember walking by it, I mean, multiple times every day. I remember opening it up, and when my sister and I would, like, play mass every once in a while. Um, I remember that book being up there. Um, but also my family or my dad's side of family is um, Polish from Poland. And so that always has kind of been a... Well, Your name is Polish? Zyola. Yeah. Polish? I believe it's oh. pronounced Zioła oh. in Polish. Yeah. And That's interesting because like John Paul II's name before he became John Paul II, he was Karol Wojtyła with mm -hmm. a, like a W. W-O-T-J... A something right. anyway. yeah 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 um anyway so being polish that kind of um drew me in also but then um this year in a book club he where i wrote his read his book um like john paul the great his five loves and By once Jason i Everett. yes yeah. when i went that read that book i was like he just gets me and i get him like the way that his heart wants to love and love jesus is exactly how my heart wants to love and love Jesus. Um, and so just, I relate to him so much and his love, the outdoors, he loved sports and he loved like music and drama. Um, and yeah, just the way his heart loves and his love for the youth really inspired me. And so then I decided before I'd even applied for this job, I read that book and I was like, he's going to be my patron saint for the next year. And I'm going to like learn a ton about him. And then I went to the seat conference and they announced that St. John Paul II is the the saint for the week at the oh, week. Yeah. And um, he had mass in that exact arena. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I knew he 
he chose me rather yeah. um, than I chose him because this year he's been integral. And now I've got this new job as youth ministry and he is the man of leading the youth. Yeah. And also his um, teachings on theology of the body have been a lot of my recent reading and in my prayer and thoughts. So we've been, Kira and I have been talking about doing something. We don't know what it looks like yet, but this summer with theology of the body. Tell us what, like, what is that? Uh, and then what, I don't know, what are mm -hmm. we going to do? We got, we got know. some, there's I'm, some cool opportunities. There is. Theology of the body, kind of take of um, one of St. John Paul II's quote of, um, like, this is who the world says you are, but this is who you are. So especially teens and everyone in our world right now is being told what the world says they are, and you are this and you are that, and um, almost all of them are actually not how God created us to be. So theology of the body is just basically telling us who we are, what we were created for, what it means, why we were created. It's just to the roots of who we are as humans, um, and a lot flows out from that, obviously, from theology of the body. Yeah, and just the, the, the meaning of the body, it's not insignificant. We're not just sort of mm -hmm. shell, you know, a, a, it's me, and I have this shell called my body. Yeah. Like, I am, I am my body, and there's, and there's theological implications mm -hmm. of that, of how we ought to live. He calls it the... Like right now, we're kind of in a the culture of death, just in the sense of what does it mean for death? Death means separation of soul and body. And that's kind of what the culture is acting like we are doing is we're separating body and soul, which is ultimately, I mean, when you die, you're separating soul and body. So it's kind of like a culture of death right now, which is very interesting to think about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we've been talking, we've just been, I mean, this is all sort of new. Kira's new and we're, mm -hmm. we're planning things for the summer. So we're going to go to st the Steubenville Conference oh, in yeah. July uh, up to Springfield, Missouri. We got, I don't know what, we got 50 spots or, anyway, it's going to be awesome. So Kira's getting on that. And then we're just, yeah, we're kind of just talking through what we what do we want the summer to look like. Uh, yeah, is that small groups? Is that getting a you know group together and kind of talking through um, theology of the body? But I think for you, I mean, a big, big challenge is kind of getting to know everybody. Yeah, how do for you, sure. How do you do that? I'm going to have to... We'll spend a lot of time here getting to know people, but hopefully um, a combination of me going up to people and meeting people at church and also them coming up to me and introducing themselves to me so I can, um, you know, it'll take time for me to learn names. I'm decently okay at names, but I won't remember everyone first try. But um, yes, I'm excited to get to know people, um, hopefully starting soon. Um, and just, yeah, there's going to be a lot, but I'm excited one at a time. We've been talking about maybe uh, asking uh, parents. We're going to kind of put together, I don't know what that's, yeah, a little, a little form it. of some kind, uh, allowing kind of parents to tell us, tell us about your kid mm -hmm. and whatever that looks like, you know, just their favorite stuff, what they like to do, what their problems are, mm -hmm. um, why you love them, you know. Absolutely. I think that would be a great way to get to know. For sure. People. Mm -hmm. There's good stuff there. Uh, okay. Then you love the outdoors. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I am um, my favorite place in Stillwater. Are we gonna go hiking a lot or something? Is this gonna <laughs> Maybe. be? Maybe. Is the youth? Is the it depends what the youth. You know, I'll, I gotta catch the vibe of what they like to do. Um, but maybe I'll get a few of them at least that want to go. I'll bet there are game. a bunch. Yeah. That, yeah. I love outdoors and um, like yeah, Lake Carl Blackwell is my favorite place right now in Stillwater for um, the sunset and just listening to the waves and. You feel like you're outside of Stillwater, even though you're only close. like 10, yeah. 10 minutes away. But I love um, anything outside, anything with water. Um, I enjoy fishing. Um, 
with Father Kerry sometimes. <laughs> um, he is very patient with me, and is very kind. Um, but I love just, I mean, just anything outside, the warmth, any sort of bonfire, s'mores. Um, I love to camp. Um, and John Paul II was notorious for celebrating Mass outside, and he loved kayaking and hiking and yeah, I enjoy all of that. Kira kind of gave me a weird look yesterday. <laughs> we were we were talking about maybe ta- yeah, taking people hiking and camping and she was like I'm not the most outdoorsy person. <laughs> and so she said, "Well, we like would you come and have mass outside?" Which of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I said, you know, there's, there's going to be bugs, <laughs> maybe, but <laughs> there's some good there's some good opportunities there. No, and then Father Healy, of course, he's yes. he's super outdoorsy, and he's like archery and everything too. Oh I yeah, gotta, I gotta ask him. Yeah, that actually that would mm-hmm. be there's some good crossover mm-hmm. there. Wow. Okay, tell us about uh, you. You grew up at St. Benedict's, mm-hmm. so one of the things I've been telling is people are like, "Who's this new person?" And I'm like, "Well, anyway, I tell them all about you." <laughs> And then one of the things I say is, like, you grew up in, like, really one of the most active, like, youth groups in the state um, at St. Benedict's. Tell yeah. us about that and kind of what, what you learned there. Yeah. I um, Since I went to Catholic school, I did not go to religious education, um, but I knew there was a very large group in my grade. Like, I don't know exactly how many, but at least 40 or more um, just in my grade at the parish. Um, I just grew up with the parish with Father Joe Townsend. He was um, just very, very great with all sorts of families and everybody. But um, just like after mass, there would be, I wasn't donuts. I think the Knights of Columbus made some other breakfast, but we used to stay there. And there were a bunch of kids. And I think there were donuts, but they also had like a meal of some sort. Um, And lots of donuts. So actually, now that you say that. It's not a real parish if there's (laughs) not donuts. I know. But um, basically, I started um, in high school pretty much. I went on all the summer mission trips and trips. So, like, I went to Steubenville twice. And um, when we went to Steubenville, we also did mission work with, like, um, kind of homeless ministry for that week leading up to Steubenville. And then I also went to Catholic Heart Work Camps, like, three different years um, around the country. But um, there was a huge group of us at St. Benedict's that would hang out um, at all the church things and towed us to us. And I helped with Vacation Bible School and went to Vacation Bible School and I'm around all that youth, um, and it was it's very large um, and vibrant, which it was very great to grow up. And your youth minister much. had a big impact mm-hmm. on you. Yes, Miss Deb and also um, campus minister Sarah Dix. Um, so both of them. Miss Deb, um, such a joyful, um, loving lady who loves the Lord and let it show through her and um, all the fun stuff that she had planned for youth ministry and high school youth group and the summers and even middle school, like this summer, I, I chaperoned the middle schoolers to incredible pizza. Um, I raced them on go-karts and beat them and they were mad. I didn't let them win, but I was like, no, we're not no. going to let that happen. But, um, high standards. Yeah. And then, um, Sarah Dix is campus minister. She, um, is now the campus minister still at Bishop Kelly, but she was my volleyball coach in, um, like late middle school. And then, um, she was my volleyball coach my freshman year, Bishop Kelly, and then she moved to be campus minister. So then she was all of the things, and she um, just showed me what it's like to love Jesus and live a life of virtue, and but also have so much fun along the way. She was she called me and was very enthusiastic <laughs> about us hiring yeah. you. She I was love basically her. like, 
if you don't hire her, <laughs> she didn't say this, but you there was, I could hear it. I know her so well. I could hear it in her voice. She was basically, if you don't hire Kira, you are a total idiot. <laughs> that was like, that was like the I message. I got to go tell her thank you then. I had talked to her and asked her. We were going in that direction but anyway, but yeah. I trust, I trust That's Sarah. Right. Yeah, she was. Um, and I still hang, meet up with her every once in a while. Um, yeah, that'll be good. I mean, for you yeah. and her to, I mean, yeah, that you already know each other, but she, she's she been in it. She's very she's wise She's kind of been in, in the game for gotta, a while. I got to use some of her great knowledge and experience. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah so you've got, you've had good mentors, obviously a good family, mm-hmm. um, good parish experiences that you've, you know, that you've grown up with. Anyway, so all of that Absolutely. is just very foundational, I think, to what's going to happen here. I agree. As we, uh, as we go forward. That's awesome. Okay, if you could say like one thing to the kids the teenagers of the of the parish. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you want to say? I'll say, come on down. Um, <laughs> come to youth group. We're gonna have a ton of fun. We're gonna learn about Jesus, obviously. But I want you to know that the church is more than just where you come on Sundays. It's a place you can come um, to be with each other and do your homework, maybe whatever it is. We're gonna have fun, learn about Jesus, and be in community. Um, yeah, the church is more than just coming on Sunday for an hour. It can be a lot more than that. So allow Jesus to um, come into your life, and I'm excited to meet you. You've talked about joyful, joyful oh, community. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll be a key theme of what we're doing Absolutely, going forward. All right, Kira Ziola, she is the new youth minister at St. Francis Xavier oh, yeah. Catholic Church. We are, uh, we're fired up. So we're going to just, yeah, be on the lookout for uh, Flock Note and social media and all that stuff, and we'll have lots of good stuff uh, coming out. Uh, about the summer, Steubenville, opportunities to get to know uh, Kira, for Kira to get to know you. Uh, but pray for her. Yes, please pray big, for me. Big transition, big job, and uh, we're fired up. Thanks Thank for you. joining us, Kira. Thank you.